0: Dear Lord Baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, Jesus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. I just want to take time to say thank you for my family, my two beautiful, beautiful, handsome, striking sons, Walker and Texas Ranger, or TR as we call them. And of course my red hot smoking wife, Carly, who's a stone cold fox. Mm. Percent is that All right? Well, welcome. I have chronic sinusitis, so I have to use the hanky. Not,
1: I carry it to look like a badass when I'm on business. Like if somebody spills something, or oh, like,
0: and you whip it out and, and do like and the and flip. You're like,
1: Yeah, Here, allow me. Are
0: oh, they no monogrammed
2: no. with your initials? No, because they're just oh, okay.
1: The, neither, neither mine.
2: No, if you're gonna whip it out, you don't want it to be monogrammed.
1: <laughs> not in today's age.
2: <laughs> I had this idea, though. Speaking of spills, because that is a big problem in our society. So you know, like. Like my kid knocked over a huge drink at Chipotle the other day. Well, you were there, Dave. Yeah. why was so, Dave there? Because we hang out a lot, even though we're definitely not related. It sounds like poor parenting. Yeah, we don't. We, it seems it, was like it a weird
0: a, thing to point out. It's definitely not true. But, yeah,
2: okay. we're definitely not. Yeah, it was definitely not a family event because we're not. We don't exactly. Even know each, we we've just been friends for a really long time.
0: Well, we met. Tommy and I were at the Twin Peaks that. December 2015 afternoon, and Dave just walked in on his own, just kind of looking around, and we just pointed
1: and said, hey, yeah, we, we might, got an extra We chair. might want to
2: start a podcast, sit down.
1: Come over here, and let's do this three-way dock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we can dock them all three. I thought it would be cool. So, I mean, I got, like, I mean, hundreds of Chipotle napkins, because, I mean, my kid knocked drink everywhere, that if they had some kind of a just – Accessible to the masses, just some kind of spill cleanup device. A sham wow, if you yeah, will. Yeah, exactly. Who are you, by the way? <laughs> I've listened to the show for 72 <laughs> episodes. I recognize every voice I hear except yours.
1: I am Gustav Monteblanc.
2: So you were in Twin Peaks.
1: <laughs> yes, and these three gentlemen sitting alone. Waved me in as I walked the said, door. And we said,
0: could we quad-dock this thing? <laughs> Is it possible? <laughs> we said, we'll have you on. Just let us get 70 episodes in. <laughs> under our belt. And then you're part of the show. <laughs>
2: because,
1: yeah, we know. That so, was uh, some famous advice from a uh, much more seasoned pos- podcaster. I would agree. Was to do 70? No, it was to do 20. 20. I, I bet that's, that's probably low.
2: I
0: 20. think it was it was good advice though. I just didn't want to adhere it. Because, yeah, I didn't. I
1: didn't adhere to it at all. Yeah, I'm not looking for that. the.
2: How many practice episodes did we do? Well, none. The first episode we did, we were sitting right here at this
0: table. This is where the seal was broken. Was broken.
2: Yeah,
1: this from is a where podcast this is standpoint. where it was busted. Right it was here. A, it's, now. Are you are you doing seal as in the biblical seals and revelations? <laughs> The first one. Because that's what I thought of the
0: seven. We broke the fourth seal,
1: and the angel.
2: <laughs> no, but we had, sounded the trumpet. We had this this microphone right here, and that we it looks through. like a sex toy. <laughs>
1: Would true. you be surprised to know you're not the first person to make that joke? Well, no, I'm not. I think I have something like that in the nightstand. It's weird.
0: Nobody in my household has made that joke. So. <laughs>
2: And uh, I had one too, but we couldn't figure out how to hook them both up, so we put the that in the middle and I sat there, Glenn sat there, and we just kinda leaned into it and
1: Whoa. Yeah. Lean into it. Yeah. We last <laughs> we lasted about an hour. Yeah. The, that gets you six hundred dollars. Man. Callback.
0: That is a high price to pay.
1: I have never experienced anything worth six hundred dollars. No,
0: <laughs> that's just a matter of your clientele has enough disposable income. I agree. And while I don't think it's a problem that here in the room we could raise 1800 pretty quickly, we're still not spending it on that. No. Hey,
2: hey Glenn. I'm buying guns. What's 600 times four? Well, this <laughs> stuff's already out. <laughs> oh, <so>. okay. <laughs> Look he's, at him. Do you think he's got $600? <laughs>
1: the way I'm dressed, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so let's reset. This is episode 72 Tell me where to turn. We're having fun here. We've got me at Tommy2 underscore zero on Twitter. Um, You have fine. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, well somebody <laughs> just had a stroke. <laughs> Screensaver. Uh, we, uh, we, we backed the wrong horse that day in <laughs> Twin Peaks. It's pretty clear now. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I can't. Um, sure, you you can. you can find me at
0: Point Break underscore Dave. Uh, you can find me at glenn three underscore eleven,
1: and you can find me if you're so inclined at Real Gustav. So Gustav is our special guest
2: here, two Pop. weeks in a row. Part of uh, Can You Hear Me, which is at Can You
0: Hear Me Pod on Twitter. Yes, correct, a,
1: and you can email us at Can You at gmail.com. There you go. If you disagree with my uh, comments about third world countries <laughs> last week,
2: <laughs> yeah. So we had him on last week. Then a whole week went by, he went home, we slept, he drove back a week later.
1: It took, me all, it took me three days to get home and then three days to get back, so I had one day at home to, uh, yeah. to patch the holes. <laughs> he
2: battled dysentery.
1: <laughs> had to hunt a bear.
2: <laughs> it's really great for you to join us a second week in a row. Well, I appreciate
1: y'all having me. It's, yeah, uh,
2: and, and uh, despite, yeah, despite how the last episode ended, I think we're going to have some fun here today. Hey, Glenn, you know how last episode we talked about we're going to go see WWE Raw? I seem to remember that. This is one of the competitors you'll see. Tell me what you think about this headline.
0: WWE's Enzo Amore refuses to to remove penis from his driver's license. Do you see his signature? (laughs) Okay, there you go. So that's not good for an audio no, that's a good gimmick. format, but he's drawn a dong as his signature on his
1: license. What state is that? Delaware.
0: Delaware. Delaware
1: not into bits, apparently. No. But Delaware has a high uh, number of incorporations.
2: Yes. <laughs> no, that's true. If you're setting up an LLC, Delaware...
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wow, if you're going to LLC, DBA. Gustav and I are the only titans of industry in this room, apparently.
1: I do want to address something that I think that at times, while I I sympathize with Tommy on having to do all the work, (laughs) because I have to do all the work for my own podcast. Yes. But I don't, you know, I'm not a country club type, so that's (laughs) where the, the, you know, it it ends, and I go to the bathroom regularly. (laughs) But at times, I feel so simpatico with Point Break Dave because in recent episodes, he will make either a joke or a comment, and the two of you guys are just like blinking white guy. I'm usually just looking at my phone. (laughs) Yeah, you're not even paying attention half the time. (laughs) I just ran to
0: to make sure the TV didn't turn off and it's Lakers.
1: a few weeks ago, Dave made a... The Terrace's Wind joke. Now, hey, I knew that was coming. And that was gold. I'm Don't glad to be appreciated. I knew that was coming. That was, was, a, coming, good, that was so, a good joke. But it was a good joke. It was. Um, a few weeks ago, you brought up the Silver Surfer game on Nintendo. Thank which you. Which was. Hard, but a great game.
0: Only Tommy didn't know what the Silver
1: Surfer was. Yeah, he didn't even know what it was. I still don't. And since they're not related, I don't know how that even works.
2: (laughs) Right, because if we were related, maybe we would have had like the same video games growing up. A
1: type of common background, but obviously since they're not related, that makes perfect sense, I guess. (laughs) Never could have happened. But, yeah, I just want you to know that, Dave, there are multiple moments where I'm like, Hey, I get Dave. And And now you guys have Delaware in common, And now we got Delaware. I'm invigorated now because, as Gustav pointed
2: out, so much of the the random bits of gold I throw out there get no reaction. I'm glad that someone has a lighter up while it happens. Yeah. Now, if only you guys could figure out how to press record without me being here, you wouldn't need me anymore.
1: Now, that's where I totally (laughs) sympathize with you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Someday I want to – I've talked about – just setting the equipment up and hitting record and just going out and sitting in my truck for an hour and then coming back to see what happened. Hey, you saw,
2: you saw that bag I brought in here. If oh. I just set that bag on the table and said, go for it, Oh, there's no way. <laughs> go for it, Glenn. It. Let's see if it could happen. No,
0: I would be heavily bearded and homeless within an hour.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of country club, did you guys enjoy the real text from the country club I sent you last night? From uh, <laughs> who was it? From
0: Gavin and Hunter. <laughs> so Anson
2: <laughs> Gustav, I've I've made enough friends at the country club. Now we have country club group text. Oh
1: my god! And it's like,
2: hey, who's going to steak night tonight? Oh man, they put a golden tea machine in the clubhouse. Hey, hey anybody want to go to the driving range? It's so great!
0: Wow. I think the first one I read was. I'm so looking forward to these 50 and 60 degree afternoons coming up.
2: Well, yeah, you got to get out on the, get out on the course.
1: This is just kill me now. Kill me. (laughs) me.
2: Yeah. All my, all my new, my new secret life at the club. But Glenn, I want to on the show, invite you tomorrow. The club's going to be open tomorrow. I'm out. There's football on. I can get us a tea time. You're invited. Special rate for guests tomorrow.
0: Probably going to respectfully decline this one.
2: You're like the fourth person that said no to me to this. <laughs> yes. I've asked everybody. I asked Mr. Sandwich. He said no. Yeah. It's, <laughs> did, foot did. Long for a price of a six inch tomorrow. <laughs>
0: he said absolutely not. Did you ask Point Break underscore Dave? No.
2: Point Break underscore Dave's is not a golf golfer.
0: Yeah, you could get Mike Hernandez to go, but he would just go enjoy the club's amenities. He's, he doesn't play golf. It's
2: fine. I'm a, but I'm he a,
0: has a better club to go to. Boy, he does. Man,
2: he does. I've been there. Yeah. He's got a better he's got a better uh, restaurant to, uh, situation. There's no doubt about that. I was trying to talk to him. The at your uh, your birthday My gathering? No, wait a minute. Glenn had a
1: gathering. He did. I thought and that was
2: somebody else that sounds exactly like him, but that looks
1: like a dead <laughs> ginger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about, but just some common life things. And uh, Mike Hernandez basically said. Yeah, everything you do, I do a better version of that. <laughs> Is that an exact quote? Well, that's an exact quote. I didn't wow! Find a...
1: Wow! Hernandez never has gotten salty with me like yeah, that. Yeah, I never found him to he be that cocky. He must have sensed uh, weakness. Of course, Clearly,
2: he, he and I had good country club talk, which you guys wouldn't understand. But yeah, I,
0: I walked to a separate table yeah. with <laughs> where the normal people were at.
1: Maybe he maybe left uh, his gathering entirely just sat with strangers trying to start up a new podcast.
2: <laughs> So could you do that? So if you if you could walk into uh, Fox and Hound on a r- random Friday night, could you find two people to start a podcast with? Would you accept that challenge?
0: I think it could be done. It's uh, been done before the people that barely know each other started a podcast. It has
1: been done, and now one of them's dead. But well, it's true. Now, We're RIP Clay. <laughs> yeah. RIP Clay, but on Reddit, on the s- podcasting subreddit, there are people actively every day – looking for a, a podcast co-host or are we looking sure, to join a podcast. Are you
0: sure those are for podcasts or like I, well, butt I mean, stuff?
1: It, you know, I'm thinking that people that want to start podcasts probably don't have a high chance of getting butt stuff. So, <laughs> Anyway, but the idea of just randomly hooking up with someone that you have nothing to talk, no history or back you know, shared experience and just talking for an hour let alone weekly, I don't see how it works. So what
2: you're saying is some of those might be pretty bad? Yeah. yeah. I would
1: say 99% of them. (laughs) Maybe this needs to be the new bet payoff, though. (laughs) Because you have to get on there and do a podcast
2: with a stranger. That's actually a really good idea. You go on the subreddit, (laughs) you answer one of those ads, and you do a podcast with a complete stranger. But I have to outline that.
0: By the way, as part of this, you're going to be you're going to be the one that does all the engineering,
1: production, and editing work. That's in some of them. Oh, like that they need somebody to do that. They're like, I'm looking to join a podcast, and but you know, <laughs> but I don't have a microphone. <laughs> I, I have a I have my compute my uh, microphone on my headphones. We can do it over Skype, and people do it. I don't. I never listened to them. But I think they'd be awful. Yeah, no, but I would, I would assume imagine a lot so. of that
2: would take place over Skype, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I think that's very yeah, common. It wouldn't point. be. It wouldn't be like, oh, hey, come to my house. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going for that. <laughs> like, I don't care how bad I lose. If I miss every game, I'm not doing that. <laughs> if I go, oh yeah, oh for sixteen, I'm not doing that. Like it seems real on the up and up, and you're
0: like, oh yeah, meet me at my house. Oh, here's the address. Ah, Garland. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's a shithole. <laughs> I don't know about that.
2: You seem really
0: nice, yeah. but
2: so would you be up for that, Dave? Though, if it was over Skype, just just as a just as a gimmick, just oh, to try one hundred percent, and you, just like man, it, it would either you'd have to either go one or two ways, like overplan it to the to the extent that you drive them crazy, or just beat them down the whole time with like no two explode and
1: that again, would be my plan. One of your best bits ever. <laughs> your no two explode call was was. Genius! It would be pretty. Co- Coach the soccer game this morning and didn't do it, but boy, I should have. <laughs> just the quarter, quarter score. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not doing anything crazy here. <laughs> Let's not be foolish. Oh goodness!
2: All right. So, with that out of the way, the so it, it was it KJ that thought this was a real bad idea. It did. That's why okay. we're doing it. So well,
1: I think it's a bad idea too, and I'm here. So yeah. What <laughs> also, do we do? why yeah, we're what, doing it? What kind
2: of podcast? We invite a guest here. And then do something he doesn't. And then we're like do. we're gonna do a, a gimmick that he wants no part of, that he doesn't even want us to do, that he thinks is a bad idea. So maybe the title of this episode is "Sorry, KJ," because we're doing it. I like it. So the three of us. He won't listen. <laughs> the three of us, similar upbringings,
1: indeed. Some very similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shockingly. Shockingly. Now, I, similar. I too. I grew up in a. Sp- well, I grew up in a rural Baptist church. So there was no dancing. There was no dancing. Okay. And there was no contemporary music at all. That's that's a deep south Baptist. Yes.
2: Glenn and I's church now pretty much has a club that oh, they do, <laughs> they do church at.
0: I've gone to churches where we visited before we found the church that we're at currently. But in the couple years before that, we visited several. And there was a couple where we left, and I was like, I've been to Metallica concerts. I don't need to go to one every Sunday, so I'm out on this. And we went to one where instead of behind a pulpit, the preacher st- sat on what resembled like a throne in front of everyone. I was like, I am so creeped you out. You went to Olstein's church? No, I can't remember what it was called. It's like when Dave Grohl broke his foot or whatever, and he sat him. <laughs> that throne. was the bit he was doing. Yeah, but he was sitting on what resembled a throne. Um, as he was doing the sermon, and I also remember he referenced that he listened to the ticket, but he also threw out there that, you know, I listened to it, but then they run like commercials for strip clubs and then I have to change it. And I'm like, huh? Why would you need to mention yeah, any leave, of this? Just leave all that out.
2: <laughs> what does this have to do with Paul? Nothing. <laughs> but we all, we all had similar upbringings and had varying degrees of parental control over our early music listening. Mine was near zero. <laughs> I was gonna say, K L T Y was a big player. Did Glenn, not
1: exist in my world.
2: Glenn was going to coming to America as like a seven year old. <laughs> I, I think I was twelve. Yeah my uh, my mom had pretty tight pretty tight reins around things early on. So yeah, so K L T Y was a big player, and it's if, safe for the whole family. It it's is. true. So if it, it was is. if it was played on K L T Y, then we could buy the CD or tape, you know, playing our walkman. And if it wasn't then it wouldn't happen. And in fact, the only place we were allowed to buy music was Joshua's. Are you familiar with Joshua's? I, I am familiar. I don't I think, think they're, they're around. I don't think no, they're around Life anymore. Tree or whatever that called. Lifeway. Lifeway. It's a yeah. more it's more prominent Christian literature and music store. Yeah, but the old the old trip to Joshua's was a big thing and and I actually felt like a lot of times I was sneaking stuff past the Parents at Joshua's. When you get down to the uh, rock section, oh, oh, Lord! <laughs> but what we did, what we decided to do was, we we said, you know what, we're not going to consult each other. We're going to go top three. I only,
0: I only have two ready. That's okay. That's that's fine. You can still be well, kind of a part of the. I've podcast. got good news because I got four. Oh no! <laughs> no. Similar <laughs>
2: to what happened on PayPal this week. Yeah, we we forgot to cover that in the last During episode. During the
0: WWE Raw talk?
2: Yeah, so I bought six tickets to Monday Night Raw, and it worked out to this is, be... I,
0: this, I laughed at this so significantly. Gustav
2: appreciates Dave's humor, so he probably like this. So that it was $99.16 a ticket. So... Glenn sends me $99.16 on PayPal. Within seconds. Within seconds.
1: With the notes saying, for services rendered. <laughs> it actually just said,
2: woo! <laughs> well, the fake Paul Bearer sends me $100 on Just even. Just, just rounds up. Because $99.16, he sends me $100. So I took a little, because they all came at the same time, so there's a little little screenshot of my email. Hard to do. And it said, uh, <laughs> boy, i <laughs> trying my whole life. But that. when you achieve it. So it was, like, it, was, it was just a nice little grouping of three. It said, SeatGeek, your tickets are available. Glenn311 sends you ninety nine sixteen. Paul Bearer sends you $100. And I sent it to our little group text. And I said, wow, Paul Bearer trying to upstage Glenn. And Dave hasn't paid yet. Well, then Dave figures out that Paul Bearer is overpaid by, what, $0.84? Yep. So he takes ninety nine sixteen, dollars deducts $0.84. Cents. And sends me a PayPal for 98 or whatever it comes out to be and says, I don't want, I don't want Tommy to profit in any way off of this.
1: <laughs> I feel good about it.
2: It was a little stiff. But. It's a bold
1: move. I salute it. Yeah.
2: Okay. So anyways, I um, did a little research for this segment, picked my top three, and I've got a little, you know, a little lead up for all of them, but. If it won't ruin your lead-up, name the band and I want to pick the song. Okay, well I will do that. But before I do that, because in my top three I did not have DC Talk. Mm. But I spent a great deal of time listening, re-listening to the DC Talk catalog, and I'm here to say,
0: not that great.
2: The goat. DC Talk was the goat. <laughs> you tell me. I was, I was almost there. <laughs> tell you me must right still now. Be right. <laughs> tell me right now that this wasn't. That this wasn't the greatest song well, this is ever, but Jesus Free? Oh, yeah. Tell me there wasn't is, a better song. This, than this is staple. Up. This is probably the single greatest work hey, of Christian music ever it's, produced. It's someone's belly gonna jiggle like marmalade jelly here in second. See, he knows the lyrics. But I would say, yeah, all time greatest band. DC Talk from it's that, that genre. I mean, if we wanted to go back to like oh, Martin Luther or the monks. <laughs> <laughs> Da- Martin, David Martin Martin, <laughs> Martin D. Luther? <laughs> when when David was playing the heart for King Saul, was he doing this? One of those My. guys is still going. Yeah, so Like so, alive or making music? Making music. So like one playing. of the members of DC Talk, and I'm gonna probably get reprimanded for this later, but he's now the lead singer of the body. <laughs> Really? Because two of the lead singers of the Newsboys kind of had to leave the band. Hashtag me too. Oh no. Is that right? With each other?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of cancels it out. I mean, you know. I'll
2: say this. I was shocked when I was trying to find that basically everyone I looked up on Spotify... Like I try to find the album, and I'd have to scroll back like twenty albums. Yeah. These guys are still making music. They like- have, most of them are. Yeah. When they left hoping- my life in nineteen, in the mid nineties. Yeah, like, I just assumed they ceased to exist after that point. Most of the songs I went for were ninety two to ninety six, and they've all had records within the last twelve to eighteen. Months. Yeah, many also released best of albums. Well, most of like- these I had to nab off huh. of the best of. Oh, there should be like three songs, but
0: I think it's easy because they're just producing the same thing over and over.
2: Yeah, it could be. Alright, well here we go. Three two one from me. So number three. Um, oh, in order. Oh yeah. Alright. We're gonna count down to number one. So oh, number fine. three, uh the most song most played song in the history of KLTY. Oh no.
0: Friends are friends forever.
2: No, but uh, very close. Yeah. That's on the metal If you don't know what this is within the first five seconds Then we're probably going to have to go meet with the pastor <laughs> And St. Peter's going to be like You don't belong I gonna here He's going to say, yeah You may want to get things right before Judgment Day up your oh, no. <laughs> Is this Rich Mullins? <laughs> no, you don't know Stephen what this is Stephen Curtis Chapman oh, that's, That was my second guess Yeah the most played song in the history of kl 2
0: So you've talked a lot about when you went to school and how "Higher" by Creed was oh yeah. played everywhere. Yeah. So when I went to youth camp in 1991, I believe, right. this was the theme song. Yeah. So every time we met like at night in the sanctuary or whatever uh, for the sermon and message and whatnot, this song, as you're walking in, this is blaring on the speakers. Yeah. So this was one of my three, so we don't need to I actually even, Oh, this it. was
2: actually one of your three, It was, yeah. did it ma- I guess it didn't match up with Dave. He didn't even know what it was. I bet even young Glenn made this.
0: I thought this was real hokey.
2: I thought you were oh, jaded really at a young age, yeah. man. No, this was, I was all in on this. Because in 91. If this was played at Molly's Game, I would have had all the tiles. <laughs> and they would have all been in the middle of the table. Every bit of it. Okay, number two, this one has... I think the fact that it started
0: with saddle up your horses was when
2: I... (laughs) That's when I hit the eject button immediately. You're so anti-agriculture, it's unbelievable. (laughs) Second one, big player in the youth group. There was hand signs to go along with this one that I knew very well. We Um, went to the uh, Baptist
0: church Sunday night. Does it have to do with a big house?
2: Oh yes, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Audio Adrenaline, <laughs> sir. This was one I listened
0: to. It's, a, it's <laughs> a terrible song. Yes, this this might be the worst song
2: ever. So tell me that you didn't listen to this every, every youth group meeting. Oh yeah, I was subjected to it then. With the, you were not on board with this either? No,
0: I thought this was the highlight of my
2: week when we got to youth group and we acted out the hand signs to this. I thought this was the
0: dumbest thing ever.
1: What did he just say? I wasn't listening. This is the highlight of my week at youth group when we acted out the hand signs to this. I'm so glad that I went to church in Footloose Church. With no dancing and no particular music. Old, old rugged cross <laughs> and amazing, That's right? right. The, the baptismal was a watering drop. <laughs> yes.
2: I don't like the fact that... So you guys
0: did not do the hand Well Well, I mean, the group did. I'm not sure that I did. Look how happy he <laughs> is about it. <laughs> a little bubbly. I'm uncomfortable that it's talking about God bragging about how much food he has. I mean, it's heaven. It's perfect, man. Well, well, yeah. Meanwhile, Haiti is just Haiti <laughs> shithole and <laughs> eating trash. And God's like, "Hey, come up here, look at our big table." This is existentialistic
1: uh, conundrum right here. And Tommy's over there, filled with the spirit right now. Nothing with
2: Arby's up here. I'm sorry about that. All right, and my number one, the goat, holds up to this day. Could be number one, 2018. Amazing Grace. Oh, this is a uh, shine, right? Yes, Newsboys. You don't know this one? I, I know this one. Yeah, this is great.
0: This is this is not the worst song. Just put them on
2: the map. What was that? There was a channel growing up that had Christian music videos. Do you remember? Oh that? yeah. What was that channel? I don't remember the name. of it. There was some kind of accent. Public. Was it Pax? Possibly. I don't know if they
0: had videos. I just remember they had uh, what is it? Uh, what's Miley Cyrus's dad? Billy Ray. Billy Ray. I was about to call him Bobby Joe. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, he had a show on Pax, and that's what they showed: "Highway to Heaven." Like on. Ooh
2: <laughs> showed, like we may talk about a movie review we made, or a show review. We made. <laughs> let's
0: review the series of "Go Highway Back to and Heaven. Work Out",
1: <laughs> work out uh, through season one of "Highway to Heaven." That's got to be better than that Friday Night Lights crap. <laughs>
2: okay. All right. We're going to take take it easy there. Although there's no
1: strippers in wheelchair loving. <laughs> That's hey, true. The,
2: the, the strip, that I remember. The strip club in Friday Night Lights was a big player with the landing strip. <laughs> wow.
0: And do they accept Bitcoin? Oh, no, wait. It's Titcoin. Do they, do they accept that there?
2: So... While I'm getting hooked up here, do you guys remember two of the uh, early '90s KLTY bits? One was for having a bumper sticker on your car. Yeah, you yes. got ninety four dollars and ten cents. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and why wouldn't they pay
0: the ninety four ninety? It's ninety four point nine, was
2: no, it? It's ninety four
0: one back. Then. It was back then. It's ninety four nine now. So, okay. so Glenn thought. <laughs> The
2: extra eighty cents was just too much. So even though the dial was ninety four nine, they only did ninety four one.
1: The tithes didn't come in. <laughs>
2: well, that's what I was saying. I
0: figured they would take.
2: But did you know that if you also had the Al Banker Insurance bumper sticker, they doubled it. They oh really? Yeah, and they gave you some really crappy insurance. <laughs> Do you remember the other one to try to grow their footprint? No. It was called Converting a Radio. Oh, so you're yes. supposed to go into Best Buy and change all the dials to 94.1. Like the radios they have playing in yes. the store?
0: I mean, it's like the idea of stealing someone's phone and then subscribing it to our podcast.
2: Well, that's not a bad idea. I heard in that fact, one. if we probably get more listeners if we just stopped recording now and just went and <laughs> spent the rest of the day trying to do that. All right. So here we go. I have, uh, I have two. Yes, two. I have two. The first one is also, um, as I think it was made number two on your list, Tommy, from Audio Adrenaline. Same song? No, different song. All right. Let's see. Try to give yourself some volume there. Oh, there we go. This was the first track on the Some Kind of Zombie album.
0: Some know, kind this of one. zombie.
2: Yeah. Um. It's a car model. Chevelle. Chevette. Oh, Chevelle che- was a band. Oh. Okay. I don't remember this at all. Basically, the song's about his dad buying a new Chevette. I don't think his dad was doing particularly well, according to the song. So what book of the Bible was that in? I'm not really sure. That was kind of where I went with my picks, where what did these have to
1: do with the gospel? So is this supposed
0: to be like the music and song itself is supposed to be or reflect a religious point of view or just the members of the band have a religious background? No,
2: these were were supposed to, the songs were supposed to be Christian-based. Okay, the songs themselves. Okay.
0: Is this going to get anywhere? No, we're gonna so go it? To like, I'm neckline. okay listening to it. I just want to oh, no. know, is there a hook?
1: It's been the least crappy musical okay. arrangement so far. Okay. I'll give you that. Well, I what know. are you, some kind of expert? <laughs> that ain't saying much.
2: Wait till you get to mine. Oh,
1: this isn't bad. This is very...
0: It
2: sounds like fuel. No regrets to my Chevette. <laughs> sh- yeah, this sounds very... Just yeah, mid 90s This is very easy. Alright. So I'm gonna go ahead, we either have to listen to a bit of this next <laughs> one.
0: Okay, that's fine.
2: <laughs> this is from the newsboys, and this was the one I referenced the first time we brought this up. What was it? There's the no title breakfast. Is breakfast. <laughs> the milk, I love breakfast.
0: Lead powers to this band, We gathered here to sprinkle ashes From our late
2: free cereal bowl he taught us to Former lead singer before, you know, Before, if you before know, before Mack took back over Or Michael Tate, I believe it. Yes Yes so he A But talked a lot
0: about time breakfast but before his brain stopped waving, he composed this too. When the dust is burned and all the milk has turned, and kept so good. waving is this breakfast in hell? Okay, hold on. When the big one finds you, may the song remind you that they don't
2: serve breakfast in hell. There it is. What is this song? <laughs> all right. Quite enough All right. So, wow. I have to find mine. Well, that was interesting, Dave. I don't know <laughs> about it. I mean, I've never questioned. I mean, I've always questioned your taste in music, man. Glenn's as well here. documented as being terrible. Well, really, you to for a here. So, so you're you to a say fo- that's a
1: good cover art, though. I, I like that. Oh, yeah. Do you have a
2: phone that takes I that? I do now?
1: remember that cover art, but I've never heard any of the songs so far. Well, your life
2: has been changed, Gustav. <laughs>
1: For the worst.
0: <laughs> okay, so hopefully, the first artist here not even available on Spotify. That's, so that's we a, may have to sit through an <laughs> ad. Okay.
2: It's a good
1: start. You, so, you know, you can edit the stuff out. That's true. We'll
2: edit all this out. When you say, when you, say you, you're talking more towards me. You. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> say,
2: he, he can't edit anything. He else. can't
1: do Jack.
0: So both of my, one of mine was The Great Adventure. By Stephen Curtis Chapman, oh, where we just uh, discussed that fully aligned there. So the other two are, are more bits. One thing was, I think between age about twelve to fifteen, I actually had a maybe a rap and hip hop phase, and my mom well, took it upon herself <laughs> as she was going did into she send you to reform school. Say <laughs> Joshua's. Um, she found a cassette of a rap duo, that Skittles. No, it's not Skittles. That That'd she came great. home one day and said, hey, I was uh, out you know, buying whatever, and I saw this, and I think you might like it. Which is where you go for rap music. <laughs> you ask your mom. Now, this rap duo is called Preachers in Disguise, or P-I-D. Not to be confused with P-O-D. I can say I don't think I've ever heard of this one. And this track is called, and hope, hope we might have to edit some of this out, but this That's track funny. is called Get You
1: a Bible. We're two deaf brothers and feeling real good. We're going to rock the microphone just like you knew we would. B-I-B-L-E, all the letters for all of you Acapella? out there that all forget us. We're Get you a
0: Bible. Uh, yeah. I know you're going to dig this. You got samples and everything.
1: Oh, man.
2: So these are... Uh, brothers get you a five five
0: i mean they don't appear to be related
1: the letters are well, i was talking about more, like, B-I-B-L-E, all the letters oh, okay. all of the you they are
0: at least in this version there are three african-american males now the
1: first on the following album subsequent Tennessee. albums there was only
0: two. The Oh two. no they may have Love played the other comes. ones so basically
1: they're drinking, drinking <laughs> the of <Bible>. the <laughs> yeah. the book of his time now that's Ezra. the best man of his This is great.
2: See? This is better than the Bible.
1: Look, look at the Bible. I <laughs> know <laughs> where to cut
2: that <laughs> <thing> off. <laughs> this is better than the song We Were Taught. To go We've got we to drop, folks. <laughs> better than the Bible. This <laughs> is <laughs> better than the
1: Bible. <laughs> so there you go.
2: There's, okay. There's P.I.D. I can honestly say no, I've no, never heard of P.I.D. No, until I'm going to honestly cell.
0: say that over time, that didn't hold up in comparison to... Maybe what I enjoyed from the likes of... I
2: think it might have held up more. <laughs> it might have appreciated over time.
0: Maybe. Um, but at the time, comparing it with what maybe Dr. Dre was putting out, Snoop Dogg and the like, let's just say PID had about a two to three day run in the cassette player. And <laughs> that was it. This is... It's been since then to now since I've listened to it. But you remembered them. No, I did. It... it it's stuck in the in the old brain pan. So my other one was... Uh, this is a band that I actually listened to probably in my early to mid-twenties. It's a Christian band by the name of Project 86. This probably falls more in line with what you would expect. Oh, no. All right, here we go. <laughs> Off the album. Double kick dra- drum. Drawing Black Lines. Oh.
1: Goodness. Just wait. Just wait for it. I am enjoying the bass line. See, quality work.
0: Kind of a tool sound to it. Yeah.
2: You ever had a concert with band.
0: I've been to see this band uh, two or three times. I saw him at the door in Dallas. You've been there? Uh-huh. The the it pretty good. They only had like two of their albums. That's all there were. <laughs> What what around what time frame? Between like 2000 and 2002.
2: Okay. That's
1: not bad. Is this the group that you said were, um, a couple weeks ago they were in between songs? They would give a little. Uh,
0: oh no, I can find that.
1: No, that's okay. I just wouldn't just, <laughs> Yeah, you uh, don't have to, to do that. To do you want, the want to bring find- an episode yeah.
0: You want to you want me to bring up the band as lead singer that hired a hitman to kill his wife? I could do that real fast, real fast. <laughs> oh, a, I've real got what? that easy accent. Oh yeah, that's He's not how, That's not how he killed her. <laughs> Hold on, bear with me. See if you guys, uh, if you guys like up. this one. Keep in mind, lead singer recently released from prison for having a hitman trying to hire a hitman to kill his wife. It oh, all sounds the same, man. I was going we just listened to yeah. this song. <laughs> <We> <laughs> you just listened just, just
2: sped up. Just wait till the vocals kick in and kick in, uh think this
0: guy is to a Now,
2: they profess to be a Christian-based band, but kind of on the backside, they're like, yeah, we're we'll just kind of doing a bit. What's going on with that drum, What's drum, man? I thought that's how all drums work. Hold on, we got a
0: little bit longer then we, <laughs> we get into the message. The real drums.
2: Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. And I've never felt closer to God.
0: I guarantee he's not about how big his table is. Hey, look at all my food! We can
2: play football! Just six, six, six is just <laughs> flying through the air oh during the course of this show. Yeah, there's no devil sign in this uh, crowd, are there? No, oh
0: God. there probably is, Oh, there was. I've seen this band too in person. Where? Actually, the, the gate ready, ready for the for the insane answer?
2: At the Oklahoma City Zoo. <laughs> All right, luckily, since I have the mixer, I have the ability to do this. So they, they, have nice. an, they have an
0: amphitheater at the Ho- Oklahoma City Zoo and they were playing in a festival there. But they weren't playing in the
1: amphitheater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, were to, the, they were next <laughs> to the elephants.
2: <laughs> they brought their own equipment and played in the parking lot. And you can't, uh,
0: because it's next to the zoo and the concert's going on all day long, people what, in the zoo can hear. Where the, the animal's getting worked into a frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> Just, everybody's killing each other. But you can't cuss <laughs> on the stage. And then what they tell you is that the the city will fine you whatever it is. It's like fifteen hundred bucks for each violation. So this band didn't do it, but a subsequent band basically played a song and said, "Hey, they told us we couldn't cuss," and then they just reeled off like a series of like mm-hmm. ten cuss words and said, "That's fifteen grand. Play the next effing song." <laughs> it just rolled into so it. So does a band that's playing the Oklahoma City Zoo <laughs> have fifteen grand? To- Keep in mind, it's the Oklahoma City Zoo. It's an amphitheater. It, picture
2: Starplex.
0: Okay, but there's a zoo behind it.
2: <laughs> so instead of like the grass area, it's like a. So instead of there's a guy with an orange <laughs>
0: flag telling you, "Yeah, it's okay for you to park in my front yard." There's a zoo.
2: <laughs> That's basically the setup. What do they call it? Where they keep the snakes? A hep,
1: heptatarium or something?
2: Keep going. No, <sighs> Gustav
1: knows the answer. He's he's close enough.
0: That's a planetarium.
1: <laughs> herpetarium. herpetarium. Herpetarium, yeah. A herpetarium is a... Uh, that's where you get hepatitis. Yeah, it's
0: Stormy Daniels
2: related. <laughs> yeah, well, you, it's not like there's any joke you can make about a herpetarium. So well, there's no diseases that sound
1: like that. Obviously, somebody's not a Latin scholar here. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> All
0: right,
2: so those were my... I can conjugate, you know.
1: Obviously, Whoa. you got, you got <laughs> kids.
2: Glenn and I have conjugated, yeah. <laughs>
1: Together? <laughs> Many times. <laughs> I've uh, never been to jail Alright, yeah. so I've listened to your <laughs> to this, your music I forgot you were still here <laughs> And I can tell you this is why I always stayed far away from quote unquote contemporary Christian music Other than the rugged cross Well, uh, so I, I don't like when, uh, when country artists do hymns so I'm out on any of that stuff. But I do like, and this is to your country tweet earlier, I do like uh, bluegrass gospel music. Okay. And uh, that, and then there's a few oddball songs that I would deem as Christian, like in the alternative country sphere. Like but, Can You Take Me Higher by Creed? No, not, <laughs> more like Trust Jesus by Slobber jo- uh, Bone. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that, but they wouldn't identify themselves as Christian artists. But yeah, just contemporary Christian music just sucks.
2: Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> he's not. He's not off base here. No,
0: it was stuck in a spectrum of like, no matter what year it was for them, it was always between like 1988 and 1995.
1: Yeah, that's an accurate. And I felt like um, your, you know, I mentioned Carmen, and you know, your uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman's and your even going further back, your uh, oh, hell, what's her name? Amy Grant, uh, Amy Grant, Sandy but Patty, even before that, <laughs> Sandy Patty. And there was one that my grandmother always listened to, um, uh, Ann Murray. I don't know if I know that you one, you know. There, it's just, it's always been bad, it's just not good, and it's not a knock against the message, but dead gum. <laughs> You just make sh- really crappy music. So, here's well, my, my question. It's
2: probably because anybody that could make good music <laughs> went mainstream. <laughs> went went right. ahead and did that and made some good money well, doing it too. Follow the
0: money more than anything else. Absolutely.
2: So, is this like is contemporary Christian music still getting made? Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Because yeah. I like moved away from that and haven't. No,
0: there's still youth
1: camps going on. You well, got to have a soundtrack for Mi- it. Mrs. Gustav listens mostly on the radio in the, in her vehicle to contemporary Christian music. And there will be times when I'm subjected to it <laughs> and I just bite the inside of my cheek really hard and hope that we don't have a long drive. <laughs> but it's awful. It doesn't matter what year it's made. And it's, I don't know. You it's just, just not good. Quietly slide the headphones in. And I've I, I may have put he, one in and listened to a podcast he, on my left side, so she couldn't he ju- see.
2: Jumps on the Reddit real fast. <laughs> anybody, Reddit. anybody want to do a podcast? <laughs> but yeah, I've got a few minutes.
1: It's just not my not my cup of tea. But I think it's always been it's been bad no matter what because I collect you know vintage albums, and I go to Goodwills and stuff around the place. I collect, and, man. You can't hide money. Well, I pay. I don't pay more than fifty cents as a general rule, so I've got literally hundreds of dollars tied up here. <laughs> but they made so many vinyl albums of Christian groups that were sold. Really? Oh yeah, it's it's all it is. Half of these thrift stores <laughs> because these old women would buy whatever the group that came to the church. They would buy ah. their album. And it's just families upon families probably making hundreds of dollars a year selling these <laughs> Literally. crappy Literally. albums.
2: Just think if they'd invested all that in Ethereum. <laughs>
1: Only if.
2: they would all be as rich as me. I feel like it might be, like, the people that played churches, I feel like they had a leg up on trying to fill a venue, though. Because, they I mean, the church is going to announce that they're putting it on, so they didn't really have to, like... Right,
1: market or paper sell the city or anything. Right, like they kind of yeah, had. I don't think there was a whole lot of marketing going no. on. now. Well, I told you guys we we saw the I saw the
2: Christian comedian a few months ago and he was great. I actually follow him on Twitter now. He's he, pretty funny. He's real funny. He had yeah. a great tweet on January first. uh Oh, well, I don't just said it said uh, shout out to everybody reading Genesis one one today. <laughs>
1: that is a pretty good. one.
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty great. So I just Sir Gustav would not like our church at all because they've gone so far over center to make it more club-like. They're now pumping smoke into Are the... Are you serious? Did you not go someday? No, I went to the,
0: uh, contem- uh, not the contemporary, I went to the uh, traditional service. Oh, you went service. to the old rugged cross? I went, I went to gray hair service.
2: Okay, tomorrow you have to drop in there just to see because it's unbelievable. The when smoke- you, hey, before you drop your kids off at the daycare and drive off. <laughs> before you head to IHOP. Actually, I was at Burger King. <laughs> They, so they've got an. They've got behind the band now. They have a, a lighted wall, like little cubes that that like pulse and change lights. They have a smoke machine, so you a can smoke machine. a smoke machine. So you can see the like lasers. They're not lasers, but like the beams of light that they shoot. And then the bottom edge of the stage now lights up and flashes. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Does that cause problems when they're handling the snakes? The snakes <laughs> get real agitated, the snakes get real jumpy. Where does that come from? <laughs> Snake the
1: snake handling, handling. Well, well, I know the, now, now that you've gotten into a let's realm talk, I Let's know talk something to that about. Yeah. Now, well, there, He perked up real quick I know. There's an excellent book <laughs> This is going back to low <laughs> Called Salvation on Sand Mountain And I've been trying to get how to read it for for years I've heard of it And I gave Heavy my only copy But I actually have I found a new copy And it's actually out in my <laughs> truck right I was now I going to say I have a snake I have a snake
2: <laughs> So He's going to evangelize to you He's got a book and it's in his truck
1: and we'll get to the origins of it in a second, but the, the book itself is about a murder trial, or maybe it was attempted murder, of uh, where a snake-handling preacher tried to kill his wife with a snake and this journalist goes Jake to, the
2: Snake tried that several <laughs> times just right out to justify
1: goes and tries Great to show. and this is you know it's just been like 20 years now goes to investigate it and cover the trial and gets sucked into the snake handling culture and actually takes up snakes himself and you know has this kind of journey spiritually I and mean, he, he grew up methodist which is sort of where his Viewpoint the snake handling comes from, but I think it comes more from a quasi-early Methodist, early American Methodist-slash-Baptist circuit rider. Because back then, each church didn't always have the resources to have their own pastor in the rural communities. So you would have what they called circuit preachers, and they would come and go around and ride a route and preach at different towns... Throughout the month, very tent revival right. type they, setup. They might have a building, but the pre- they wouldn't have a preacher there. They might have a, a service during the off weeks as Glenn's watching. You know,
0: <laughs> I've got. I, I did a search for Carmen, and
1: the first thing, the first track was "Satan Bites the Dust." <laughs> so the, the there's a it comes from Appalachia, and it's all rooted in the Book of Acts. That's what. I was trying to think of a biblical reference. It's the book of Acts. And I don't remember the exact scripture to quote it, but it's you'll be able to handle, take up serpents, and withstand fire, and everything like that. Now, most of the church, the early church, basically drew a line in modern theology, we call them everybody cessationist. So these acts, uh, the spiritual gifts in Acts, like tongues and prophecy and healing and, to a lesser extent, the snakes, that all went the wayside because somewhere along the way, the apostolic tradition, for lack of a better term, died out on earth. Now, there's obviously apostolic churches that believe that they've carried on the tradition and they've got all this, but they don't handle snakes. <laughs> but the snake handlers... Those are
2: fake apostolic churches.
1: They're, they're typically... it's. a Theologically, they're along the lines of a—they're not Trinitarians. A lot okay. of times, they're oneness doctrine. Okay, where God is God. I got you. And Jesus is Jesus, and they're not. And there's the Holy Spirit is not. And the Holy Spirit's the Spirit. They're three separate entities. And the okay. Snake is the Snake. <laughs> so, and they—they're um, typically kind of Pente- Pentecostal-ish. And a lot of their, their tongues, and a lot of times, and they take up the snakes as a to show the strength of their Holy Spirit being upon them. Okay, sometimes they'll also hold fire underneath their chin. Is this their from their the hand.
0: standpoint that the Holy Spirit will protect them no yes. matter what? Okay, yeah, and so they've taken up basically what was a metaphor within the scripture and said, We're gonna.
1: Do this literally? Yes, and they also sometimes drink strychnine and poison. How does that work? Well, I mean, in small, not well. So in small doses, and there are some there's some cultures that you know eat small doses of arsenic in the Middle East and develop a, develop a t- tolerance to Wasn't that.
2: Wasn't that the plot line of Princess Bride? Or am I? Yeah, yeah I totally came mixed it.
1: So there there's some precedents for that sort of behavior, but the snake handling, it's I'm filled with the spirit, and the great conundrum there is: if you get bit, well, you must not have had the spirit in you that day. Uh,
0: it's the old can't win. That's the whole. We'll see if she's a witch. Yes, if we throw her in the water and she drowns,
1: then she's not a witch, right? If, but if she, if she, if we bur- throw her and burn her, if she burns, she wasn't a witch. But if she doesn't burn, look, right, she's a witch, right? <laughs> anyway. There aren't many. I've Better never. Times. I've never been to a, a snake handling. Oh, that was church. my next
2: question. Oh, well, uh, I, I thought this was going to end with. I wish uh, I last had last Sunday.
1: <laughs> I wish I had because uh, that would be fascinating. Now, is
2: it optional, or if you show up, are you running the risk of getting called down?
1: Oh no, it's it's a very, it's 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 a very closed world. So if you just showed up, like. The three of y'all, like when y'all went and desecrated that sanctuary with the blizzards. Yeah, we went to the power team. They yeah. wouldn't.
2: They wouldn't put up with our shenanigans. No, they would not put up with your shenanigans. <laughs> you couldn't sit on the the handicap pew. No. Wow. <laughs> now, have you ever been to uh, just I mean Pentecostal, but yes. just a like a Have you ever been to a church service like that where people will just get up, run down to the stage, and start saying things? I, I
1: haven't and, been to that level. I've been yeah. to. I haven't ever been to a Sunday morning service at a Pentecostal church, but I have been to some quasi-Pentecostal weddings, and they were so in the Pentecostal world. Or at least in this the is, rural area where I live, you'll have your um, Assembly of God is like Pentecostal light. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's my been my experience actually is with the Assembly, and then you have your Pentecostal churches. And then you'll have some non-denominational that are either, like most Pentecostal, I believe, at least the the organized Pentecostal, I believe they're Trinitarians. But I think you'll have some oneness doctrines that will, at some point, have split off, so you'll get some more charismatic-type situations where you have these standalone non-denominational churches, which are Pentecostal, and then the Word of Faith churches grew out of a Pentecostal tradition like your Oral Roberts and your Jimmy Swaggart's, and technically your Joel Austins, I believe, is also a Word of Faith type. But that's that's like second, third generation yeah. uh, Word of Faith. But at the Pentecostal weddings that I've been to, or they were non-denominational churches, the first thing when we got there, I was like, uh-oh. There's just, the snake like, No, As soon as I got in the
2: I just, The snake was carrying the bag And he just kind of walked past
1: I think I've talked about it on What's on, he doing here? On our show But as soon as we walked into the vestibule There was a Imagine if that Odd piece of art On Glenn's wall there <laughs> Hey my mom got that for twice us Twice okay? the size Okay so it's If you stacked it Two versions of it together uh Illuminated Pen and ink drawing of the Lord Himself laughing. What? That's weird. Like laughing, Jesus is the first thing you see when you walk into. I'm sure not sure I've like, ever seen that illustration. Well, I will tweet it out to you when this episode comes out. But it's like head back. <laughs> Do you think he's pointing at Haiti?
0: <laughs> yes. He's laughing.
1: He's like, what a shithole. <laughs> And so as soon as I see that, I look at Mrs. Gustav, because it was her friend who were there for the wedding. I'm like, yep, uh uh-huh. And she actually was... going to be a long night. (laughs) When she was a child, she had stayed over at one of her friends' house and gone to church um, Sunday morning with them, and it was full-on Pentecostal. Lady jumped up behind her, started speaking in tongues about her. Ooh. Like, you know, and then somebody was... Okay, so... <laughs> oh, I'm I'm listening. Go on. <laughs> so, um, what is it? Glossolalia, I think, is what they call the technical terms for terms. And there's xenoglossolalia, where it's a foreign language, which people that believe in that, non-cessationists call it um, the language of angels. And so when you get into this theology, going down this pathway, there are... Somebody to speak in the tongues, and then someone there in the congregation to interpret it. Oh, no. so this <laughs> I'm a cynical Christian. <laughs> okay, so that was oh, your—that
2: was like your job. You're like, I well, got that. <laughs> no, but so
1: when she told me about that, I'm like, oh yeah, this is. I, I, I no, am I'm a, right there with you. I'm with a this. true cessationist. You know, <laughs> I think this has all gone the way of the the dodo, but. <laughs> So she had that. So she, she's actually lived through the fire, so you will. But at the church, and it's um, this is a non-denominational place, they had dueling preachers for the wedding. <laughs> dueling? Well, that's a lack of a better term. <laughs> it's that's like my a, term. It's like a guitar solo contest. Like, so they're up there, and they've got um, southern Oklahoma preacher perm mullets. Nice. I mean, right. it's like permed all over, but there's <laughs> definitely more in the back. And this would have been around 2004, I think, three maybe. Maybe two. It doesn't matter. It was early 2000s. Post 9-11. Post 9-11. <laughs> R.I.P. Twin Towers. Oh, dear. And tying it back to loose chains for you boys. <laughs> yeah.
0: By the way. Back there is the garage
1: where that took place. Yeah, where the where spitting they, on the floor. <laughs> happened. Where there is a chalk outline of my dignity, and I thought that was Baltimore. <laughs> there is one there, too. man. There is actually o- a memorial in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> that audio is never getting out. I don't. I, I don't remember if there were tongues specifically. I think that there were. Oh, I got another tongue story while I am thinking about it. <laughs> this and, guy, but there was lots of hand waving, which I am not a fan of. I know in, that in I, the wedding, in the wedding, okay. You know, I know. It that, like waving people off. No, it, yeah, that should have been. I am not, and I know that lots of non-Pentecostal churches have adopted it. I am not a fan of that either. I think everybody needs to keep their damn hands down at church, unless you need to ask a question. Maybe. <laughs> Which we've, hey, we've had that at our
0: church. Yeah, the We're in odd the middle, question
2: that gets fielded.
0: Middle of the sermon, somebody like sitting in like, in the
2: like big. Not, no, like a class, like in the...
0: No, like in the sanctuary. Oh, wow. wow. And like somebody sitting top row raises their <laughs> hand, and the guy's like, all right, well, <laughs> what do you have to ask? I don't remember what the question was. It was a little white knuckleish. It wasn't, do you like this gig? No.
1: <laughs> no, that wasn't the question. Something along those lines. Anyway, so it was a... I think there might have been a little bit of tongues from the preachers, maybe, but it was real small. Now, when I was eight years old, my great grandmother passed away and sorry about that as, you know she'd been sick for a while thanks i appreciate it you know because the wound still <laughs> were, still were very <laughs> tender 35 years ago <laughs> anyway and i was close to her so it's not like uh she was just some abstract person in the family but we had our side of the family my grandmother had our preacher from our rural uh rural uh Church come, but my great grandmother's crazy sister, and they were all crazy. Let's okay. Let's be honest.
2: Risk adjust. All these yeah. women
1: were crazy. Okay, but her sister, I think it was her other sister, had her preacher come, and I'm not sure what his denomination was. He was if he was Pentecostal or some type of primitive backwood Baptist, <laughs> but he starts into tongues, and we had we had the funeral. It had. Our preacher went first, and then this other preacher came up and did a yeah. second eulogy, which was unnecessary. Especially if it's in tongues. <laughs> and he started into tongues. Now, I think part of it was kind of like a, a sing-song kind of, and uh, and uh, but then it kind of went, you know. Right. And my crazy grandmother is giving him the literal knife hand against the throat. throat slash, Like just staring daggers in him like, stop this shit. I'm just thinking
0: it. <laughs> at a wedding or a funeral you you know you probably have somebody who's not yeah into or cool with this at all Yeah, i'm surprised nobody just says
1: what are you doing yeah what's happening now as 8 year old gustav had never been around tongues before and didn't know such a thing existed and so i was slightly amused but i knew that i i shouldn't be giggling like <laughs> i was because yeah. i could see everybody's face cuz you know we're off in the family se- oh, Rural, not rural, but small-town funeral homes. You've got the no, you have the on the, on the side. On the side, yeah. yeah. You, you right. don't see them. I had one of those recently. And so we were back there, and I could tell everybody around me was losing their ever-loving mind because of this. And that probably cemented my cessationist uh, beliefs. <laughs> wow. Young theological Gustav encountered that. Wow. But Salvation at Sand Mountain, great book. Okay. Easy read. There's one in Even his car <laughs> It's
0: yeah. right next to the snake Read it tonight <laughs> That's funny I, I haven't had any experience with the uh, The service was speaking in tongues yeah. Or certainly the snake handling No,
2: I loved, I loved Gustav saying assembly of God Is, is uh, Pentecostal light Because <laughs> okay. they they have people The few that I've been to Would have people run up and grab the microphone Because they had a word But it was in English And right. it was semi-normal But it was the strangest service And it lasted forever it was yeah. like three and a half hours, and people oh. brought their own instruments in the crowd. Yes. Instruments, like just like tambourines, like a recorder, to, you know, a drumstick, and something to bang on. Hot cross buns, yeah. <laughs> and a
1: little thing that you you run the you no, know, and it's a rib. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, what? <laughs> That's not
2: a
0: that's not an instrument.
1: It's odd that you brought that to church. Yeah, he's got one of
0: those in his
2: nightstand. Uh no, but a lady lady, you know, lady would have a you know, there'd be a microphone down front and a lady would just kind of run down the aisle and grab it and just, you know, say like, you know, I know somebody in the in the audience is dealing with this and I just want you to know that it's gonna be okay and it's it was very Yeah. I think you had Glenn at three and a half hour service. He's <laughs> like, yeah. We could drop the kids off, get breakfast, no. work out See ya, Moose a strong